Production. Hello, everyone, and welcome to From Dublin to Cleveland. I am Logan Howard. I am joined, as always, by the Qui-Gon to my Obi-Wan. It's Brendan Thomas Merritt. How's it going, Brendan? How are you doing today? Uh, hoping I end up a lot better than Qui-Gon, actually. <laughs> You know, not getting a lightsaber to the valley, only getting one appearance in a movie as opposed to six. <laughs> but, uh, you know, the master, well, yes, the apprentice, yes. I like that. I like that a lot. Yes, yes. So um, I was going to use Anakin, but then I was like, yeah, his personality might fit Anakin. He can be sometimes of a, you know, get a little upset or angry or frustrated at things. And have a bit of an ego, but it, you know, Hello? so can quiet on. <laughs> I joke. Anger is like my perpetual disposition. <laughs> Off air. On screen persona, real life persona. Well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Well, everyone, welcome to episode 98. Um, so I have been going back in time uh, into our old episodes. So if you, um, maybe you have been with us since from the beginning, or if you have done one of those crazy things that we probably would not recommend you do is go and listen to everything all at once. Um, maybe you have heard some of our older episodes. Uh, I'm referring specifically to one about fill in the blank. Now, I have gotten some feedback from people um, about this specific one, saying every single one that you said was like an innuendo and like you could have taken it wrong and it could have been inappropriate. And I responded to them with the kind hearted response that was, you need to work on your own heart before you come after us. <laughs> That's the difference between Logan responding to emails and me responding. <laughs> I take no prisoners. <laughs> Sorry to those of you who received angry responses from me before. I'm trying to work on it. I am. Logan was like, that's okay. I'll just respond to proof and I want. You don't have so to. So we are going just to play that I'll game. After that email. <laughs> you just forget the password. Don't log in. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So we are going to play that game again. Uh, and if you have, there, there, there might be some questions that you're like, oh, that could be an inappropriate answer. That is your brain saying that. That is not what we are going to say. <laughs> so for your sake, it'll be more funny if you don't think that way than if you do. So enjoy the episode as it goes. Um, but with that being said, um, I am going to, uh, I'm going to have answers that Brendan's going to try and guess. So the first eight are going to be mine, where Brendan is going to have to guess what I answered to them. And then the next eight, um, I'm going to have to guess what Brendan said. And we're going to see if we can think like the other person does, and we can have some rubric matches. <laughs> um, last episode that we did, the, fir the first time we did this, it did not go well. I think we maybe had one out of a possible 20. So bear with us. Um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, so with that being said, I will read the first question and then Brendan will have a guess and I will give him what the correct answer is or Logan's correct answer, I should say. Okay. okay. So the phrase goes like this. My brother used to eat so much whale meat during the war. It just started to have a funny side effect. 
everywhere he goes, he fill in the blank. <laughs> We're currently going through like a war at the moment and like people find it hard to get chicken. This guy's eating whale meat. Squirt. He's adapted the whale's ability just to pfft, shoot oh. water at his head. He squirts. <laughs> you were going with the other end where it was farts because that's the correct answer is he farts <laughs> not I what I the said no <laughs> squirts farts you know it could be but not when you you explain you it too far again. you explain okay. it too far so you don't get a point <laughs> maybe the water goes uh, out of another part of his body <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next, number two. See if we can do better on this one. Delilah cut off Samson's hair to sap his strength, but I heard just heard that she first cut off his blank to slow him down. Ooh, it was during a war, so uh, his rations. His rations. Hmm. If you're not well, getting all the vitamins and nutrients, how's it going to run fast? I, I get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah. I answered, but she cut off his fingers to slow him down. Because, of course, he can't grab a weapon if he doesn't have <laughs> fingers. <laughs> I'm having a flashback to, like, was it episode four, the Book of Shadrach, when we tried rewriting the Bible yes. for fun and nobody liked it? <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, yeah, I wanted I to pick something to less and it was plausible. <laughs> oh, I stand by everything we said. It was class. Ah, yes, yes. <laughs> Little bold and edgy. All right, fourth episode though. All right, number three. This country's really in a bad way. The other day, I found a rainbow okay. with a pot of blank at the end of it. Okay, I know how obsessed you Americans are with the Irish, so I assume this is a leprechaun reference. A pot of gold. Oh, well, see, that was that was my initial reaction, but then I was like, it's bad. If there's gold in a pot at the end, that's a good thing. So this is like a bad country. So I said coal. Coal was mm -hmm. in the end of the rainbow. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't realize this was like, you know, in the North Pole. <laughs> you know, this is where Santa yeah, Claus I, evil coal yeah, comes yeah. from. A rainbow. Yes. yes. Yeah, hang on, hang on to that thought. You might need that later. Um, <laughs> yeah, this is a fixed. Next question. Uh, builders digging up a car park at my church excavated an old Roman bath, but they were amazed to find blank sitting in it. And the Joker has now entered the chat. <laughs> the pastor's wife. 
<laughs> oh my! Not funny. <laughs> no. So I said no. that what was sitting in it was the elf on the shelf, which would be kind of kind of wild to find that the elf on the shelf just pop out of the bag somewhere other than a shelf. Because that means yeah, the elf okay. on the shelf was buried there. <laughs> I do want to hear the your North Pole reference to come back in. All right. Man's was better. Yep. Yep. <laughs> All right. This is the one where some people will have an issue, but forget about it. All right. Annie Oakley won the Hearts of the Wild West with the biggest pair of blanks you've ever seen. Do I know who that is? Socks. Should have said guns, American. Is that oh. socks first? So close. Shoes. Shoes. Okay. New as footwear. Alright. Half point for that. Same area, same location, same on your feet. Man, that's tough. Normally all right. that's charity, but I do need all the points I can get. Okay, half. <laughs> Alright. Um, I love the smell of fill in the blank in the morning. Body odor. Sometimes you wake up before you hop in the shower, it's nice to have a little, little whiff, no? No, 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 no. Uh, rain. Rain in the morning. Okay. It smells very good. Yes. Yes. Does rain <laughs> have <right>. a smell? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in New York. <laughs> the acid rain. <laughs> the smell of your nostrils burning. <laughs> Leave a comment below telling us why Brendan is wrong about the fact that rain does smell. But anyway, moving on. Uh, number seven. Taylor Swift is blank. A witch. I've seen the footage from her recent concerts. She is involved in deep occultic behavior. Dan has a grip right, on her. So I'm going to let you decide whether you get a point on this one. I said Taylor Swift is fire, like burning fire, like burning in hell fire. Hellfire? I'm giving myself a point. I stand by what I said. Christian, <laughs> if you listen to that lady, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, um, let's... Last one. Um, that I that I have, then we'll switch to Brendan. So sometimes I wake up too early, but instead of getting out of bed, I usually like to blank. Check Instagram to get a full review of Brendan's daily white hot memes. Oof, that's a true answer, but I answered read the Bible. <laughs> Cop yourself on. <laughs> Good one. All right. Well, we're now going to turn it over to Brendan. So People read the Bible with a uh, cup of tea. You don't read it in bed. See if, as a team, we can uh, do better. <laughs> oh, I am rigged against you after that. I only got 1.5, and I gave myself the one. Alright, let's see. 
Okay. Logan likes... Oh no, this gives you a totally unfair advantage. <laughs> Why do we even make this question? Logan likes blankly blank with his friends at the weekend. Well, see, you're the one who answered this, so it's your opinion of me that we're now working on, which is quite Oh, a I think double... I wrote the wrong answer. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm sticking by what I said, but I think what I wrote was wrong. Carry on anyway, sorry, come on. Um, well, that changes things. Um, I'm going to say, uh, like spending time with his friends at the weekend. Very basic for this one. Mm, not specific enough. I said watching and ranking movies. But I know it's not your weekend thing, it's what you do in the evenings. I just got overly excited. It's okay. That that was a good answer. I'll take it. Thank you. Alright, I'm very curious about this next one. <laughs> Something that should only be said in an Australian accent is blankety blank. Um. Oh. Good day, mate. Bulldust, he got it. <laughs> what I'd written was, G'day, mate. Flyman Crows, what a Sheila. But yeah, G'day, mate was in there. Well done. Nice. One point. Let's go. Now that it happens and you watch Home and Away for a. Uh, Four years religiously. Yes. <laughs> Alright, our local fish and chip shop. Do you guys have fish and chip shops in the US or is that like a an Ireland and British uh, Wilds thing? We have a thing called Long John Silvers, which is fish and your chips are basically French fries that we call French fries, so it's very similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they're not okay. everywhere. I'd say they're they're sparse. Sparse. Ah, uh, okay, we have them all over the place. Cool. Our local fish and chip shop is run by an ex-hairdresser. He's so forgetful, though, that he never adds salt and vinegar to my chips. Instead, he laces my chips with blankety-blank, and people, when I say chips, I'm not talking about crisps. Crisps come in, a, in an aluminium bag, and they can be, like, you know, salt and vinegar flavored, or cheese and onion flavored, or smoky bacon flavored. They're eaten like when you're at the cinema. When I say chips, I'm talking about potatoes that are in the shape of your fingers. Just to leave you any confusion. Yes, French fries. The French fries. <laughs> I said what I said, and I meant what I meant. I was very specific <laughs> with my word choice. Um. So, I've got a couple different routes here, okay? The comedic one, I'm just going to say he laces them with mace. Um, but that's not it, so I'm not going to answer that. Um, the more along lines of what makes sense in this story would be he laces it with hair because he's a hairdresser. So that would make sense. Um, but I think the answer I'm going to go with is he laces him with shampoo. Oh, so when you tried 
projecting yourself in my mind. Shampoos came to mind. Very interesting. Uh, I chose rat poison. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't want you to win. I wanted to get it wrong, obviously. It's not, it's not about winning. It's about understanding each other as a Isn't team. Or misunderstanding each other as competitors. Eh? Eh? You're still dying, point five, broski. <laughs> the biggest. <laughs> Not wearing my glass, it doesn't say biggest. Or does it? Oh, sorry, you, you were trying to spell highest and you wrote it hickest. <laughs> the hickest, also known in most polite societies as highest, bitch, <laughs> and. Is blankety blank. Monsters <laughs> living on Mars. It. Monsters living on Mars. <laughs> the aliens from the angry red planet movie from the 1950s. Dang it. Yes! Go! Good old recency bias. You projected that in my mind on your post before we I pressed did, record. I did. That's honestly. I did. That's not good enough. That's ridiculous. <laughs> the flavor of soap is best described as blankety blank. Um, clean. <laughs> it's clean of flavor. Oh, maybe. Uh, well, I suppose it's probably as inaccurate as my answer. Hiccup inducing. <laughs> I figured I'd yeah. create a word again just to stop you from getting it right. My girlfriend thinks she is a reptile. Nowadays, she only eats blankety blank. Um, she only eats bugs like the European Union has told her she needs to eat. The European Union are an absolute sack of scum, people. I don't know what you've heard about them, but if it's good, it ain't true. Uh, I wrote mice. Mm. Which is emblematic of the Well, if your girlfriend is... If your girlfriend is eating bugs because she's listening to the European Union, I think you need to break up with girlfriend. really fast. Just saying. Yeah. Imagine kissing that mouth and getting some cockroach stuck in your teeth. Whoever. She is a mouse. Ugh, no, 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 no. No, burn that with fire. And <laughs> the later reaction. <laughs> I could eat. I had to think about it for a second. Blankety blank for a week straight and never grow tired of it. Um, I'm going to say that you answered ice cream. Forgive me, Lord, for I have sinned. I have done something terrible. You know the way that I introduced you to this game, and I explained the rules to you? And yep. just to make sure you knew the rules, I recite the rules before we press record. And they possibly have forgotten how the game was actually played, and I wrote what I thought your answer was going to be. My answer would be pizza or ice cream, but I wrote popcorn. <laughs> because you were on my mind. So you lose that one, but it's by well, default. Well, I'll take it. You still don't get a point. 
Yeah, I, I'll you I'll take will that take one. the apology. You will not take the point. <laughs> I, that makes me feel happy. I'm not taking points. I'm just taking the joy yeah, and admiration not. that was just shown my way. <laughs> I don't apologize often, so I take the win. I accept. <laughs> and last one. My least favorite thing to find in the shower is blankety blank. Um, somebody else's hair. <sighs> Should have been a different class. That's an easy one. Yeah, you got it. So after <laughs> sixteen riveting rounds and uh, almost twenty-one minutes. That brings my total score to a uh, 1.5 <laughs> and Logan's to 3. Now, I'm not going to congratulate him on the victory. I'm going to congratulate both of us on scoring higher results than we did in episode, what was it, 3, 4, 5, something all the way back then. But, uh, no, well done. We'll play it again and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to beat you so bad. <laughs> Ah yes, yes, we will we will have to play it again sometime. Alright. So uh, we will now, before we get into our Bible, we're going to quickly do um, our dandruff, which we haven't done in a while. Um, but again, if you have if this is your first episode, mm. dandruff is things that make you scratch your head. So things that are very confusing or very strange that other people do, or maybe friends do or your parents do or somebody has done and you just makes you scratch your head so brendan what is your dandruff of the day <laughs> if certain people happen to listen to this i'm not saying in spice i'm saying it for comedic purposes only but this does refer to something <laughs> very recent uh which May have brought out the angry side in me that Logan hinted at earlier. Um, <laughs> I hate when people <laughs> allow themselves to be confused, even when they can verifiably confirm that they're wrong. So let's say this is a specific example. <laughs> <laughs> Again, I'm not saying this to slander anyone, it's just just came up a few days ago. So I was in a church meeting recently, and I happened to just say the sentence that I'm in church virtually every single week. That's what I said. <laughs> well, the room absolutely turned against me. And this was, like, the biggest affront to Christendom since, like, the days of the Roman Empire. And I was sitting there like, what is actually happening? And, <laughs> oh my goodness, people kind of got, like, all, all, like, up in my face, you know, up themselves. Um about what an absolute disgrace this was and how, like, you know, church online doesn't, like, you know, it's not the same as meeting in person. And you have to be there in person. It's a completely different experience. And, you know, you're supposed to be a leader in the church. And if you're not there, how can you expect anyone else to be there? 
And I just sat there, you know, my mouth just wide open, just like glaring at these people. And remember that week you really ticked me off and our friendship nearly ended and I just gave like the slit eyes all day? That's the face I was wearing. And next thing, my uncle, who happens to be in the room, just leaned over and he goes, Guys, when he says virtually, he doesn't mean online. Virtually is the same as the word almost or nearly. <laughs> and suddenly their right indignation ceased. And they all realized that they had to like sit back in their seats. And I just sat there absolutely disgusted, fuming for the next two and a half hours at them. And like the ministries I'm on, not on like they say the stage, but other than that, it is the most focal point in the entire building. And I'm like, there is no way people don't see me there every single week. There was like one point where I was there eight out of ten weeks in a row. And I was like, you can't pretend you don't know that I was there. Okay, you got a word confused because virtually has two meanings. But your eyes and your brains, your memories could have told you you were wrong. That's the kind of thing that to me is dandruff. People see it, they can remember, they know it, but allow themselves to trick themselves into being the opposite. And you can refer to that in like the mainstream media, politics, society, culture, whatever. But uh, that's like a microcosmic example of a macrocosmic problem. I'm not venting. It's just a recent example. It's on my mind. Just releasing it to our podcasting audience. <laughs> Yikes. And what causes you to uh, scratch your head. <laughs> oh, man. that That's a hard act to follow. Goodness. That's like... Um, oh, I was living. Uh, yeah. That's like, you know how... Um, the Bible talks about how we have to carry God's word like a sharp sword around us. That's like one of mm-hmm. these moments where you take the broadswords out. You just start dicing people up. Woof. Woof. Yeah. Oh, I was close. I was close. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I cannot I cannot believe. I cannot believe that happened. But anyway, uh, let's carry on. Oh, so, it was an unfortunate um, afternoon. Uh, yes. So, um, one of the things that you have here at camp, and I don't know for, I don't know if this happens in Ireland, but I assume if you go to a summer camp, you get to stay in these like bunk beds and everything. And what people like to do in the bunk beds is they like to graffiti or write or draw on things. It's like their way of saying, oh, so-and-so is here. Or so-and-so is here. Um, well, at this camp, we don't really appreciate that people do that. And unfortunately, as you can see behind me, people really like the, these wood, these white wood. You can draw on this very well with, say, a Sharpie or something else. Um, so then we have to sand it and all this mm. stuff, which is annoying in and of itself. But here is, here is a specific issue that happened um, that... I don't really understand how anyone, anyone in their right mind would go, yeah, that makes sense. What these people did, okay, and I don't know who they are, um, the, the people, I haven't even, uh, uh, like, I don't know who they are, 
Um, so I'm not naming names. And hmm. if this is you, please go. Please repent and ask the Lord for forgiveness. But it was Jessica. But um, what they did, they decided... It was Jessica. <laughs> they decided that they were going to... Um, you know how at your home you measure how tall your kids are or whatever. Maybe when you were growing up you measured how tall you were to see that you were growing or whatever. Um, these people decided I to didn't do grow, that, so that in never their happened. cabin. No. Yeah, well, these people decided to do that in their cabin with their kids on our bathroom wall. So they measured how tall the kid was. And it would be one thing if you drew like nice. a little black line or whatever. No, 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 no. They also put the kid's name on They put the kid's name and said Caleb and um, Alexandria. And they put the kid's names there. Measuring their kids, thinking in their brains, hey, we're going to come back next year and we're going to see how much their ki our kids have grown since camp. I'm sorry to inform you that won't be there when you come back. It will be painted over. Please don't do that again. If you are one of those people who likes to draw on things, or likes to uh, graffiti things, or says, hmm, so-and-so is here, go to this specific place. There, there's this place. It is in Erie, Pennsylvania. It oh, is hell. designed for you. It is a, it's a fish, a seafood boil place. You go there. Because there, they'll let you sign or graffiti anything you want in the store. You can graffiti the, the chair. You can graffiti the wall. There is graffiti all over the place of people's names or whatever, all over this whole entire store. It's on the top floor tiles. It's everywhere. You go there. You don't come to our camp, okay? You don't come to our camp. You don't do it. You don't measure how tall your kids are in the bathroom. If you want to do that, Go to the seafood boil place. Do not come to Bethany camp. I'm sorry. Logan is spoken. <laughs> and these weren't kids measuring each other. These, this was something parents did. Oh, yeah. It was too good at handwriting. Right. Go ahead, <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, with that, now that we've gotten our frustrations is the out of here, options, uh, I would say that. Go ahead. Mine is very personal to me. I hate being misunderstood, and I hate people intentionally misunderstand me for clout. But as a capitalist, yours would probably annoy me more. I'm very big on private property and the idea of. Ruining someone else's really gets my goat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, that's not the only thing that they've ruined. They broke a mirror and didn't tell us. So yeah, that was cool. Uh, probably a different person, but I don't know. So, um, but gotten all of our. Uh, good frustration out of our mortal beings. Um, <laughs> you can send us an email about these that you're like, oh, which one's worse? You can send us an email to respond to those at from Dublin to Cleveland at gmail.com. You can, of course, 
get a hold of us on Facebook. Uh, we are from Dublin to Cleveland. Um, you can find us on there and you can follow us and comment and all that fun stuff. You can also find uh, Brendan on YouTube at Brendan Thomas Merritt has all of the from Dublin to Cleveland's. If you Google search from Dublin to Cleveland, um, you sh- you'll probably quickly find his videos. So do that. Um and you can, of course, also find both of us at Instagram, White Hot Memes for Brendan on Brendan Thomas Merritt at Instagram. And White me, Hot. Banana Man 17 you will find all of the Isn't podcast right. covers and occasionally camp life things I will post as well. So that is what we have for you. Um, Brendan has a new book coming out possibly next week. So look forward for that. Uh, he is in the in the process of working on it. Um, hopefully next yep. episode, we will have it launched and released and it will be in our description and you can buy it for yourselves. Um, I, for one, am in need of something new to read. So his book is right on time. Um, with all of that being said, let's go to the Bible passage, Bible section of our, uh, of our podcast. So Brendan, take it away. Sure. All right, friends. This is from First Peter, chapter three, verse eight. And uh, here, Holy Spirit prompted Peter to tell um, first-century believers, which uh, in principle extends to us, how they should show love to one another, how they should live. It's a tall order. It's not easy. And it says, finally, all of you, be like-minded, be sympathetic, love one another, be compassionate, and humble. (laughs) All of my least favorite words together in one sentence. (laughs) I joke, I joke. You know, being like-minded, it's not easy. When you're in the body of Christ, in any congregation, um, at least <laughs> any healthy one, I suppose, you're going to have people coming together at all different points in their journey. Um, and they'll have had different prior experiences of Christianity before getting saved or joining your congregation, whichever it is. Um... But when there is that common belief, and not in a dictatorial way, not in a censorship kind of way, it has to be rationalized and reasoned using scripture to interpret scripture. But there should be a standard of things that are agreed upon. And some people say, but the Bible has gray areas. I'd say the Bible has revelation. Okay, there are things which you might read at one point and think, Okay, you know, I can kind of see the value in that in a practical level. And then there's a time you'll read it again, and you might think, okay, I understand prophetically where this comes into the overall revelation of who God is and his prophetic program on the earth and revelation programs. And then there'll be times you'll read something and you might think, ooh, yikes, jeepers. And then you might read it again and think, yeah, Jesus, I feel the exact same way. I hate evil too. So it's okay that there are parts of the Word of God that won't make sense to straight away. 
that happened to Moses as well. When the Israelites yeah. are worshipping the golden calf, um, the um, Egyptian god Apis, um, who was a counterfeit god in the singular and the plural. It was like a an antichrist, really. And it was seen as a god of uh, resurrection, death, and new life. Hello. An antichrist spirit. You know, the Lord said, I'm going to go down and going to destroy those Israelites. And Moses was like, no, Lord, please don't. Well, let me tell you, when Moses went down that mountain, he saw what was going on. He said the exact same thing himself. <laughs> so there'll be times when you're going to have a few different nuances of opinion, people at different points in their journey. But it's good to have a certain standard of most agreed upon things. The absolute totality and fullness of the cross for the forgiveness of sins. Um, the power of the resurrection and that we are one body and we've all got a part to play. That Holy Spirit abides within all of us and is using all of us um, as his ambassadors to help unite and reconcile a broken world onto himself as Christians to be his family on the earth, showing people what that love looks like practically. Will people always live up to the mark? No. And that's where sympathizing and showing compassion come in. Because the same measure of grace the Lord extended to us, we will spend our lives extending to other brothers and sisters in Christ and to ourselves. And when they fall, or they're sliding behind, or they're falling off the grid, the onus is on us to stoop down pick them up, and help get them back to where the Lord wants them. Loving one another, it's not easy, but it's powerful, because love is who God is. Mm-hmm. Earlier this evening, um, I didn't have any work, so I met up with a, a friend who's 89. It was her birthday last week, but all of her family were very busy, and no one could celebrate her birthday with her. So uh, we had a little 89th birthday party, just the two of us. And you know what? When she said in the restaurant, Brendan, I'd like to pray. I didn't say, yeah, I'll pray for you and I go home. We prayed right there and then in the middle of a restaurant. Didn't care who was looking. And being humble. Because nothing that we do is for ourselves. Everything we do, we do to make Christ famous on the earth to make him well known and the lord exalts the humble those that he can trust with a little he'll entrust with more but if you're proud in your own eyes we've got a bloated sense of self-esteem or you forget the power of god's righteousness in your life and you fall into religious thinking about self-righteousness uh, sometime the Lord will bring you down <laughs> or else you'll bring yourself down or other people will. Um, but remain humble because Jesus was humble. So humble he died a death and a death on the cross. And Father God is the most powerful being in all of creation. Yet he has no problem whatsoever 
with Jesus being seen as the king of Israel, the king of the earth, and the king of heaven. And these 2,000 years, Holy Spirit has free reign to do whatever he wants to on the earth, anointing and empowering his kids to be part of his church-building project. But what does Holy Spirit do first and foremost? He reveals Christ to people. So even in the Godhead, they're all totally omnipotent, omniscient beings. But they're all humble. They all love each other so much that they're not even competing against each other. So why should we? So it's a tall order, friends. It's not easy. But it's worth it, because they are the characteristics of Christ. So Logan, when you read First Peter 3.8, what do you take out of it? Yeah. Um, I think you touched on this. I think it's important to know uh, who this all of you is. Because you can't have the same like-mindedness mm. as somebody who is completely rejecting God, who's walking according to the way the world walks. Um, and so who he's talking about is specific believers in Christ. Um, it's not just Joe Schmo off the street. So Joe Schmo off the street, who doesn't know Christ as a savior, we can't be of one mind because his, his goal and his aim are not the same. Um, whatever it is, his aim and goal is, it's not for Christ. Um, and so ours is to see Christ glorified. Um, and so if each and every one of us Christians or supposed Christians actually lived out that our goal was the glory of God and everything we say and do, there's no stopping what God can do through that. Unfortunately, that doesn't always happen. Um, we're too worried about our power or what we can do or um, money or all the other things. And what does Jesus say? You cannot serve two masters. You can serve one master. Um, so um, we need to start getting that right first. We need to all be on the same page of following God, um, having the same mind. Then once we are on the same page in terms of we're following our, our goal is to glorify God, then we can have compassion for one another. Now that doesn't mean we don't have compassion for people on the streets, but we need to have, we, we, we can have it more because we know that they're on the same wavelength as us. Um, and then we love them as brothers. Um, brothers sometimes fight. <laughs> brothers sometimes have, um, difficulties or issues or other things that come up. But at the end of the day, brothers love each other and serve each other and care for each other. And we all need to work on that area. Um, too often we focus on the annoying things that they do and not on the good things that they do for us. And even if they didn't do good things for us, we still have reason to love them because God created them. Um, so making sure we're loving one another um, and then being tender-hearted, being courteous, um, that that is not something that our world preaches. Our world doesn't preach care about other people like that. They preach tolerance. Just tolerate people. Um, just allow them to do what they want. Tender-hearted, loving p other people sometimes requires some saying some tough things and saying some things that might hurt them. 
Um, we talked about this at church on Sunday, um, you know, because there's this whole balance in the Bible of what is, uh, we are responsible for our sin, but there are certain passages in the Bible that say that God hardened people's hearts. Well, how does, how do you rectify that situation? Well, you, a good example is um, if somebody was doing something incorrectly and they were sinning and it was very visible and I went to them and I said to them, hey, here's the truth. This is wrong in a loving, kind way, but yet they continue, they, they doubled down. They said, no, I'm not going to listen to you. I don't, I don't want what you're selling, t- selling to me. I'm, I care more about what I want than what I actually need to hear. Um, and in reality, I would be the cause of their heart being hardened because I was the one who brought up the issue. But they are the ones who chose to harden their hearts. Um, so therefore, I am not responsible for their choice. Um, I am the cause of their heart hardening, but not necessarily the reason for their heart hardening. And so that's something that love does, is love tells people when they're wrong, when their neighbor is wrong. Um, God did it for Cain. He said to Cain, sin creeps at the door. What you're about to do, like, you need you need to get your heart right because you're about to sin. And what did Cain do? Cain didn't listen. Cain hardened his heart. Um, so for each and every one of us, um, in terms of how we love and care for each other, realize that sometimes we have to say con- confrontational things um, in a loving way because that's what they need to hear. We need to tell people what they need to hear, not what they want to hear. Jesus never said, just tell people what they want to hear. Jesus said, tell them what they need to hear about Christ and what he's done for them and all those other things. So tell people this week what they need to hear, not necessarily what they want to hear. Um, but with that, uh, thank you all so much for listening. It has been a joy and a pleasure to always be with you uh, and to continue this on for as long as we have. Um we are two episodes away from the big one zero zero. Um, it will be quite an episode for sure. Um, prepare yourselves for possibly the longest episode we will ever record. Um, uh, I am sure some of you may never listen to it and will get no views. Um, but I digress. It could be a really good episode. So, um, with that being said, um, anything you'd like to close us out with, Brendan, or anything you'd like to say before we head away? Now, I would just like to uh, pray briefly, pray over our listeners. Um, God, I pray that you open the eyes, ears, and hearts of our audience as they listen to this, and that you would help by the power of your Holy Spirit, to teach them how to love better, how to show compassion more effectively, how to sympathize more powerfully, and how to live in unity among other believers. Humble them in areas where they need humbling, Lord, and with regards to the sympathy and compassion and displays of love, open their eyes to the people 
that you've put in their world that you want them to direct that towards? Those feelings, those words, that time, so that they are not wasting their time, but that they're maximizing their time, their usefulness, and their effectiveness for the kingdom of heaven. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Very good.